California implements a new law that has pissed off a bunch of toy retailers right before Christmas. Good for them, good for California, and if you wonder why the economy's falling apart, now you know why. A spooky trend is happening in, down the, along the beaches of Texas, and all I can say is, you walk around, you shouldn't be picking things up anyway. And Donald Trump says things. When people begin to accept that, their blood pressure will stabilize. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So I took yesterday off because my stepdaughter was sick, and I didn't want to keep her up by me talking. I think she was full of crap, but, you know, she's a senior in high school, so whatever. I told her, you know, call your mom. I have nothing to do with this stuff. This is, this is your, this is your mom's thing. You need to deal with it. And so she went to school today. And of course she just slept in till three o'clock that bed rotting, which we talked about a few months ago. Uh, she does that. She just sits in bed all day. I think she didn't get up till about 3 PM yesterday. She was in bed from about 10 PM to 3 p.m., and then she got up, got a coffee, came back home, went into a room, came out at 5, had dinner, then went back into a room, and then at about 8 o'clock, decided to do her laundry, then go to Walmart, which I think is open all night, and then come back at about 10, 11 o'clock, then go back to... It was weird. Kids these days are really weird. You know, I play hooky from school. I used to go out. I didn't stay in my bed till 3 p.m., but that's not how it works today. This is incredible. Well, here here we go. Um, these are the dumbass. Let's let's get straight into our dumbass of the day today, because I think this is a good one. Okay, you know, I love when kids who are really stupid and have minimum wage jobs decide to become proactive and activists at a time when, you know, you don't own the place and you're messing with people who paid you money, your customers, and you mess with them because of an ideology. And after they paid you the money and after you've given the service, then you kick them out. Takes a lot of guts. And I, I swear I'm trying to find I'm trying to find this restaurant. So this is at some coffee shop. This is another thing you need to learn if you own a, a shop. And I, I do I would I do this when I hire people. Okay, when I go out and I need to talk to someone, I actually talk to them. I look at them. And I make a decision. If you are have got 15 piercings, your face you're loaded with tattoos. You've probably never had a job before. Um, you're fat, you have purple hair, and you wear a beanie at work, you're probably not going to work for me. Because I can already tell, just by looking at you, you are a problem. Well, at this coffee shop, at this uh, coffee bistro, whatever you want to call it, where you just order coffee, that's all they sell, is $12 coffees. This Jewish gal ordered a coffee, had a coffee, sat down, drank her coffee, then decided to use the restroom. And these three morons in the in the coffee shop, these three 
baristas, which basically means minimum wage paid people who give you your coffee, decided to block her from the restroom because she was Jewish and Palestine and all that crap and colonization and free Palestine and open air prison and apartheid, whatever. So let's listen to this clip and it's just, it amazes me. Bathroom. We've given you all your food. I want to go you into the restroom. You're holding up so, shit. All right. Also, currently, this is a private property. I, I want to go into the restroom. Yes. I do need you to leave. I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own, but we got to head. You're not going to let me You're go also into the restroom? Them, so I need you to leave. Please. I want you to go yeah. into the restroom. I need you to leave, please. I was patron here, and I have a right to go into the restroom. And we have a right I'm for a few seconds. Yeah, but I need to go into the restroom. I'm asking you to leave. No, you need to let me go into the no, restroom. I don't. I'm asking I, I'm a patron here, and okay. I need to go to the restroom. I'm kindly asking you to leave. No, I will not be going to leave. I'm kindly asking you to leave, okay? No, I want to go into the restroom. That's fine. You can use our restroom. We have a restroom next door. You can use no, our I want to use it's this a restroom. It's a restroom. No. I want. I'm We're not, saying I should no. not be excluded and other people allowed. I want to go into the restroom. And what is standing here going to be? You're not going to let me into the restroom? You can use our other restroom. We have another restroom. No, I want to use this one. You're not, they're not letting me use All you have to get is a video of it saying that Zionism is Why are you afraid? If you agree with it, why are you afraid that they will take a picture of it? Oh, actually, yeah, great. If you agree with it, why? Why are you afraid? Then why are you not letting me in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. History didn't start yeah. in 1948, lady. Free Palestine. Free Palestine. It's always. Please leave. Thank you. It's always. Yeah. Great. We love it. Thank yes. you very much. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, what's amazing about this clip, what is amazing about this clip is they already served this woman. They took her money for her overpriced coffee. And now they're saying you can't use the restroom because of Palestine. And then if you look at the video, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and you look at the video, they've got free Palestine all over the restroom. I, it's just weird. Now, here's the kicker. I can tell you this from a fact. Neither of these three morons owns the restaurant. Neither of the, none of these three morons owns the restaurant. The person who owns the restaurant is probably out having coffee somewhere else. And basically what these people have done is they have, a lot of people saw this. This video is viral. I'm still looking for the name of this restaurant. A lot of people saw this. A lot of people aren't going to that restaurant. So basically they effed the owner of this coffee cafe because of their ideology. This is how narcissistic our children have gotten, by the way. This is narcissism. No, I'm against Israel. Blah, blah, you can't use the restroom. And this idiot is saying, we have the right to refuse service. You didn't have the right to refuse service when she was giving you the money. Now you want to refuse service after she's already paid and drank her shit co- your shit coffee? And this big gay guy is sitting there acting all tough and stuff. This is a woman who is probably five feet tall. She sounds like she's just very, a very small woman. I wonder if this big brave man would do this if I walked up to him. I've got a dollar bet that says he wouldn't. I bet you a dollar if he got in my way, there would be a problem. 
See, you know what's amazing about this whole thing is that Starbucks got into trouble because they started supporting Hamas. And people were like, oh my God, these people support terrorists. Starbucks in the last, is since October 7th, hasn't made any of their goals. I didn't know this until yesterday. There's a boycott of Starbucks right now. I didn't even, now I don't go to Starbucks. I I tell my my wife doesn't go to Starbucks. She just doesn't like the coffee. Um, my stepdaughters do. They like Starbucks, but they don't go as much as they used to. Matter of fact, my stepdaughter, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe she's coming to the light site. She stopped going to Starbucks because it was too expensive and she wanted to save her money for gas. Well, there's a, there's an ironic thing. The same people that are running Starbucks are the reason that the gas prices are so bloody high. And now she won't go to Starbucks because she can't afford gas. These people don't understand. People just will stop going to your shops. I don't go to Starbucks because it's like Target. I don't go to Target. I don't buy Nikes. I will never own an iPhone, even though my Samsung probably is made in China too. But I have, I have areas where I just won't, I won't patronize. I won't patronize Target. I won't patronize uh, The Gap or Old Navy or, um, or buy an iPhone or buy Nikes. I, I won't do that. It's not a boycott per se. It's just, no, I won't do it. And by the way, there's lots of things I own that are made by the Chinese government. There are lots of things that I own that the companies have done questionable things, but I'll pick and choose. I think Nike is probably one of the most evil or evil companies, corporations out there. I think Apple is one of the most evil corporations. I mean, Apple's Apple's logo is an apple with a bite out of it. Well, what does that mean? And I, 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 I this was brought up by a priest, and I've heard of this before. I never thought about it. But, that, I mean, it's the same, it's the forbidden fruit that the devil offered Eve. It's, yeah, that makes sense. And so, you know, but these people don't understand. They're, they're effing their own jobs. This gal's never going back there. None of her friends are going back there. Anybody who saw this that has any imp- any that can afford their coffee is not going to go back there. These three teenagers, 20-somethings, whatever they are, basically screwed their own business. And they they're good with it. They're happy with it. If I were the owner, I'd fire those three right off the bat. Are you freaking kidding me? Who effed up my bathroom with pro-Palestinian si- pro-terrorist signage, you're fired. I mean, ask Starbucks. Starbucks is now implementing all sorts of promotions to get people back into Starbucks after they supported Hamas. And Starbucks, I got news for you, they've got a systemic problem. They've got real problems, leftist ideology, DEI problems right off the bat, ESG issues, all of that crap. Their Bud Light has nothing on Starbucks. Hell, I'll even go so far as Target has nothing on Starbucks. But that's the whole thing. These people don't understand. Okay, you just, you just, it not just tens of people, but probably hundreds or even thousands of people are not going to your coffee shop anymore. You just effed up. I, I this looks like it's it's somewhere in New York. But do you honestly believe 
people aren't going to be able to find a place to get coffee in New York? This looked like a big city. No, good for them. They just cost their business. Boy, if I were that owner, I would be pissed. All right, so let's get to the first story today. Uh, first, let's do a little bit of news. Okay, so uh, I, I wasn't even going to do news today, but I thought there were a couple of things we should probably just go over. The unemployment figures for November came out, and they are... I don't want to say they're bad because they're really not terrible, but they are pretty much worthless. Uh, 199,000 jobs were added in November, and there were some adjustments in October and September. The adjustments actually went down. Again, that is lower than expectations. Now, mind you, it's November. Companies should be hiring. Now, you may say to yourself, 199,000 jobs, that's pretty good. Uh, no, that's what the Wall Street Journal pointed out is that a lot of those jobs that came back were because of strikes. So the auto workers started working again and the film and production companies started working again. Those people got their jobs back. So that 199000 if you take away the strikes, is actually far lower than that. Unemployment ticked down to 3.7%. That's good. Uh, the Fed is going to be raising interest rates again. They are really worried about inflation. Inflation is not going down. Now, it's sticking at around 3.4%, but that's year over year. Don't forget, year over year is how inflation works. When we talk about, when we talk about inflation, we're talking about inflation from Biden in November, for example, inflation has been going up three to six, three to 9% year over year. So let's say the, the baseline is 2021, January of 2021. It means in 2021, inflation went up 3%. In 2022, it went up 6%. In 2023, it's up another 3%. So you're talking 12% inflation is up. Your, your costs are up 20%. There's actually a really funny article. And the reality is the economy is stagnating. The economy is stagnating. It's not moving. The unemployment dropped. We can't look at that because we'll have to see what it is next month. Next month is going to be a big deal. Next month, if, if unemployment does not go down substantially, there's going to be some worries. There's going to be some worries because the reality is December is when temporary hiring is done. And no one is saying that, 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 you know, we're going to, we're going to go to two, 2% unemployment or anything, but yeah, it's bad. The other thing, there's another article about this right next to um, talking about Home Alone in the 1990 Christmas movie. And there was a point where Macaulay Culkin was going to the grocery store and he bought a bunch of food. He bought a half gallon of milk, a half gallon of orange juice, a TV, I'm actually reading it right now, uh, a TV dinner, bread, frozen mac and cheese, laundry detergent, cling wrap, toilet paper, and a pack of army men and dryer sheets. He bought all this 
and it cost a total of 1983. Well, somebody some <laughs> somebody decided to do a little bit of research and the same the exact same products would cost $72.28. So, that just shows you where we are today. I mean, I, I tell Josie every time we go to Walmart, we go to Walmart once a week, we go to Walmart to buy food for the, for the week. We actually buy, Josie prepares her lunches. I buy some food for dinners, things like that. And by the end of the trip, it's always between uh, about $130 and $200. Now that's for four people to eat. Okay, that doesn't that usually doesn't even include snacks, and we're talking two hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars, and of course I I'll go somewhere. Sometimes we put extra things in there that we need. Paper towels, for example, are extremely expensive. Toilet paper is extremely expensive. We don't go to Costco because it's three to four hundred dollars every time we go. We go to Walmart. But I remember we, we put our stuff in the bat, in the cart and we look at it and we say, we spent $140 on that? It's three bags? Absolutely incredible. In other news, Hunter Biden is in some trouble. Uh, apparently that little tax evasion thing is coming out. Now, mind you, everyone is screaming. They are talking about this. Uh, they are talking about this on the news because he's facing an additional 17 charges now for tax evasion. Uh, I'm sorry, nine charges. He's facing 17 years in prison if he's convicted on all these charges and given the max. Uh, again, the media is saying, oh, poor son, he had uh, drug issues, blah, blah, blah. Well, a lot of these tax charge, tax issues came before he had a drug problem. So there's one. Two, his father is now, if he has to actually go to court, his father is going to be asked questions. Joe Biden is going to be asked questions. Uh, three, most of this money he got because of Joe Biden. And that's going to come out. And four, uh, the guy's 55 years old. I, I'm so tired of hearing he's just he's just Joe Biden's son, blah blah. He's 55 years old. The guy the guy is less than 10 years from retirement age. I don't want to hear about him and his drug addiction. He's the same age as I am, and uh, I'm not breaking the law left and right. So yeah, good for them. This is none of this is going to go well with Joe Biden. None of this is going to go well with Joe Biden. And other problems Joe Biden is having, apparently we're breaking um, uh, we're breaking 10,000 crossing the border illegally now. It's unsustainable. We can't help it. People who might be on the terrorist watch list are given a notice to appear and being sent inside the country. People are waiting in lines. And this is a time of year that it's supposed to be slow because it's really cold down there. But nope, they're, they're surpassing 10,000 a day. Joe Biden will not sign that bill that gives money to Israel, Afghan, uh, Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan because there's the Republicans snuck some border funding in it, and he won't sign it because he doesn't want to fund the border, which is weird. By the way, what is that? Is that so? Would I be a white supremacist if I said this is white replacement theory? That 
Joe Biden is actually going out of his way to replace white people in the country with with Hispanics and with uh, Chinese and with Jamaicans and with Africans because that's who's crossing the border, right? And and these people are getting home and these guys are getting hotel rooms. These guys are getting fat checks when they walk in. These guys are getting cell phones. I'm, I'm not exaggerating here. They're getting cell phones. They're getting food. They're getting free transportation. I mean, I know I'm not getting all that crap. One of the big questions is why why are we paying taxes so that we can give it to people who don't belong in the country? That's that's what's happening. Of course, states like California, Gavin Newsom is bitching about this. States like New York, states like Illinois, states like uh, Massachusetts, they're all bitching about this. But they won't blame Joe Biden. Well, guess who guess what? Uh voters are blaming Joe Biden. Guess who's blaming voters? Uh, guess who's uh uh, voters are blaming in Chicago. They're blaming Joe Biden. Uh, I've got a feeling. I, I thought to myself, God, Trump just needs to keep his nose clean. He really needs to just shut up, talk about Joe Biden, stop talking about himself, stop talking about 2020. He He's going to win this election by a landslide. This election is going to be a blowout. If he can stop. I mean, his polls are coming out to 50 53%. No one thought Donald Trump would break 50% in a poll. He is routinely breaking 50% in a poll. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's hanging around 42. If he can keep his nose together and do exactly what he's doing right now, where he comes out of court and he starts complaining and then he just walks away, he says, hey, this is all a weaponization by the Biden administration. He'll have no problem winning. Okay, I don't even know what I was talking about in that story. All right, oh, California. We Let's get to our first story. California is just amazing here. So according, now, you got to understand with California, California is a communist state. It is a single party system. Uh, they arrest people that they don't like. They let people go that they do like. It, it Voting is irrelevant in California. I, I don't even know why I vote. Maybe one day I think it'll get better, but there is no point for me to vote in California. None. It's not paid attention. In the last election, in the midterms, anyone I didn't recognize, I put, I just wrote myself in because I figured at least I get one vote. But anyway, California, I mean, California has an example of this. California has effed up the affordability of housing so badly, a one two-bedroom apartment in California, in San Diego, is running between twenty-five and three thousand dollars a month. A one-bedroom apartment is almost two thousand a month, eighteen hundred dollars a month. And now they're sitting back, and it's because of regulations, it's because of taxes, land taxes, the taxes they put on lands, the regulations they put on landlords. The, regu- the, the, the legal system, I mean, you can sue somebody, you can sue a landlord at the drop of a hat and win. It's the uh, eviction policies. You can't ev- It's very difficult to evict someone in California. California has decided that what they're going to do is um, they're going to do rent control. 
So in other words, let's see if we understand this. California has effed up the system so badly. The government of California has effed up the system so badly. Rents are unaffordable. So now they're saying you need to give more control to California and allow rent control. And this is going to be voted on next year. And guess what? It's going to pass. It's going to pass. And what is rent control going to do? Rent control is going to raise taxes to an unheard of amount, which means anybody who makes over $25 an hour is going to be leaving the state. And then it's going to make the state put limits on how much a a landlord can charge for rent. And then that landlord is going to do what? He's going to shut down his buildings. He's going to sell his property, probably to BlackRock and Vanguard or Vanguard. He's going to shut down the property. And then what's going to happen? Rents are not, there's going to be more of a housing crisis. This is the problem. And by the way, how do we know this happened? Because they did uh, rent control in Los Angeles. And that's exactly what happened. My dad owned, my grandparents owned apartment buildings. Guess what they did when rent control hit uh, Hollywood? They sold their buildings. They got rid of their buildings. The buildings were torn down. My dad owned uh, two apartment buildings. He sold them. The apartment buildings were torn down and made into condominiums. Santa Monica did this. Santa Monica had the most aggressive rent control system in the country. People were paying $400 a month for three-bedroom apartments. Guess what Santa Monica did? Converted them all to, got them out, and then converted them all to um, condominiums. Now you can't even find an apartment in Santa Monica. Very difficult, even though rent control is dead. Still very expensive. Well, California is doing the same thing with, guess what? Children's toys. So according to the Daily Mail, California retailers that refuse to have gender a gender-neutral section of children uh, for children will be fined up to $500 under Gavin Newsom's new bill. The ultra-woke governor signed legislation in 2021 that would require some retail stores in the Golden State to have gender-neutral section for children. Retailers would have to do this, quote, regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or boys, end quote, the bill said. The legislation, Assembly Bill Number 10584, will be enacted on January 1st, 2024. And if retail department stores choose not to comply, they will have to dish out a civil penalty of $250 or $500, depending on the size of the store. The department stores that are subject to the new laws will have will have to have a total of 500 or more employees be physically located in California and sell child care items or toys. According to the bill, child care item refers to a product that is designed to facilitate street, sleep, feeding, children, relaxation, or to help children with sucking or teething, which means anything a baby uses. The age range of the children that the legislation refers to is 12 years and under. Toys were defined as a product designed or intended to be used by children by the manufacturer. Okay, there are a couple of major problems with this whole thing. And this was brought up to him before. And this is one of the things that he really couldn't answer. Uh, What defines um, gender neutral? So you have a truck. You have a toy truck made for someone who's eight years old. Um, How do you know that's 
made for boys? And this was a philosophical question that Gavin Newsom was asked. What makes a truck for boys? Isn't that your opinion? That is, is any store in the country, any store in the country, preventing a parent from buying a truck, a fire truck, for a girl? The answer is, of course not. That, that's not a thing. So who's creating the gender neutrality? It is the parent. It's not the toy store. And this is what the toy stores are arguing. Um, we put dolls in the same section. We put trucks in the same section. If a little girl likes trucks, she can go in the truck section and buy a truck. If a little boy likes dolls, he can go into the doll section and buy dolls. What does it mean, gender neutral? They can't answer this question. But this is another thing that California does. They regulate business to the point they say F it and they leave. Okay, you're already seeing it. Target's shutting down stores, mostly because of crime and homelessness. But there are companies that are shutting stores. And just saying, you know, F it, it's not even worth it. California, because of taxes, because of crime, because of homelessness, because of drugs, are not even opening in California anymore. When a Walmart shuts down in California, they just leave. They don't, they don't open a new Walmart in California. There's no point. And you see this. If you walk in San Diego, you see this. San Diego has a, a lower cost of living than the rest of California. It's a very conservative city. But if you walk around the mall, most of the stores are closed. Why? It's impossible to open a new store. Because everything is so damn expensive. And this is examples. It's these this Mickey Mouse regulations that the state throws on companies that make the companies say, F it, we're not... I mean, Twitter. Twitter is thinking of moving to Texas. Twitter has been in Northern California for since its start. They bought a building and Elon Musk is sitting back and saying it's way too expensive here. He's already moved Tesla to Texas. Or I mean, I'm sorry, SpaceX. A lot of Tesla is still in California, but he's moving parts of Tesla to Texas. Now he's saying, I'm thinking of moving everything to Texas because it's, it's too expensive here. The crime is bad. Employees don't like it here. The, the, the way of life is shitty. So, yeah, California, keep it up. Keep doing this stuff. Throw in rent control. Go for it. That'll be a good thing. Okay. This next story, I've been holding on to this story for a couple of weeks now, and I decided, you know what, I'm still going to talk about it because here's the thing. I'm not superstitious. I don't have any superstitious, but I'm superstitious items like a horseshoe and crap like that in the house. I, I don't throw salt over my shoulder when I spill salt. I don't do it unless it's a joke. I, I don't do any of that stuff, but I am religious. And I'm Catholic, very Catholic. And one of the things with Catholicism is the is about the devil. Curses, the evil eye, witchcraft, all that crap. Okay. I mean, I, I don't buy the yoga thing. A lot of people talk that yoga is actually a spirituality thing, kind of the the deal with the devil. I've heard priests say, it, said, say that. I've read books where priests have said that. I don't necessarily buy that because I'm not praying when I'm doing yoga. And I don't do yoga, but when I did, I, I, I'm not praying or anything. I'm just trying to stretch out my body. But 
I do believe in the devil. I do believe in evil. I believe in possession. I believe in spells, things like that. And, and basically how it goes in, in my life. If I see something kind of bizarre or I see a person that is truly evil, I say, well, yeah, that's the devil. I mean, devil, demon, whatever. Serial killers, for example, I would say these are, are possessed by the devil. These are people of the devil. Um, these people would not normally do this. They're possessed or they've sold their souls or something like that. I've always believed that. Well, in Mexico, one of the things where I really did learn about this is the from, from my Mexican roommates. There is, and this isn't Catholic. This isn't religion, uh, religious. This is actually considered Satanism. But there is something in the Mexican culture called Santa Muerte which means Saint Death. Okay, and Santa Muerte is a woman. She's uh, supposed to be, they consider, a lot of the Mexicans consider her the patron saint of death, kind of like Mary, you know, Jesus' mother. And one of the things she is the patron saint of is death, is uh, drug dealing, criminality, prostitution, things like that. Does that sound like something that God would do or Jesus would do a patron saint of prostitution and um, criminality? Yeah, of course not. Well, I talked to the guy I was living with and he had a whole altar set up to the Santa Muerta and I didn't know anything about it. And he said, oh yeah, what it is, is it's the patron saint of the dispossessed is what he called it. And the dispossessed means the people of the poor. And then I said, well, like who? Like drug dealers and criminals and process. I said, well, those aren't the poor. Those are just criminals. He goes, yeah. And I said, well, what, what does she do? And he goes, well, if you worship her and you ask her for something, she'll grant it to you. But you have to do something for her. And if she grants you a wish and you don't do, oh, your life will be made miserable. So I sat back and I said, uh, what's the difference between that and making a deal with the devil? Isn't that the same thing? The, you, you say to the devil, I want to live longer and I'll give you your soul. I'll, and I'll give you my soul. Isn't that the same thing? And I said, well, I mean, kind of. I said, so I looked at Santa, Santa Muerta up. And of course, the Catholic Church has said this is devil worship. Don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. I told him that. And, you know, he hasn't done it since. Of course, he had a drug problem and he got off his drug problem, so that's probably half the reason he doesn't. Well, but Mexico, a lot of Mexico believes this, especially the cartels. They do follow this crap. Well, here's something interesting coming up from Mexico and turning up in the beaches of Texas. According to Fox News, the superstitious beachcombers, superstitious beachcombers who spot glass glinting along the shore of the Gulf of Mexico ought to exercise caution. Witch bottles intended to entomb benevolent spirits are popping up along the coast, one researcher said. On a 60-mile stretch of a beach near Corpus Christi, Texas, monitored by the Harte Institute of Gulf of Mexico Studies, that's actually a thing. Institute of Gulf of Mexico stuff. Really? That's a thing. And these guys came up with bottles. We found bottles on the beach. This is what you're studying. Bottles on the beach. Okay, hey, you can find a, 
I guarantee you, you're not getting a hell... You, if you've got a master's degree in Gulf of Mexico studies, I will be comfortable in saying you probably don't have a job. It's like philosophy. Anyway, continuing. Eight of the curious artifacts washed up on shore since 2017, per researcher Jace Tunnell. Tunnell pulled the most recent bottle filled with a vegetation on November 15th, the gooseneck barnacles that had clustered on the green glass indicated that the bottle had been floating for quite a while, the researcher said. Quote, I don't get creeped out by them, but I'm also going to open them. But I'm also not going to open them, Tunnell told Fox News Digital. I mean, they're supposed to have spells and stuff in them. Why take the chance? That's a good thing. First off, yes, fear them. Fear them. That stuff exists. Witchcraft the evil eye, curses, um, those all exist. Malevolent spirits, demons, the devil, all of that stuff exists. Don't, not only don't open it, don't even take it home. Because I wouldn't be so, I, I would sure that that glass is possessed by a malevolent spirit. I wouldn't be shocked if that malevolent spirit isn't stuck within that glass. Just don't touch them. Leave it alone. Instead, the researcher has reserved a sunlit section of his back fence to display his occult findings, his occult finds. Quote, my wife says I can bring shells inside, but no spell bottles. The bottles, which may be filled with a variety of items, including hair, herbs, local plants, nails, or even bodily fluids, have traditionally been observed in the modern-day United Kingdom. Okay, first off, that's something to be aware of. When I, never give your hair to anybody. Never get your boyfriend wants a clip of your hair. Say no, and I'm breaking up with you because you're weird. Yeah, don't do that. You never give personal items to somebody because that's stuff they can use. And by the way, that's not me. That's the Catholic Church that says that. There's a great book. I finished a couple of his books by a Catholic exorcist named Gabriel Amort. Now, if that name sounds familiar, then you've probably seen the movie The Pope's Exorcist because that's who it's based on. Now, granted, it sounds like that the movie in The Pope's Exorcist, they do, the Catholic Church does believe what happened in that movie, but that movie was fake. That actually didn't happen. But he does believe in that stuff. Okay, he wrote two. He wrote uh, two books I've read. He's actually written like five books, seven books. I don't know. An Exorcist tells his story, which is an excellent book if you're a Christian, if you're a Catholic, and you want to read about faith because half the book is not about the devil or his exorcisms. Most of it's about God and Jesus and Mary. I never understood the importance of Mary until I read that book. I always knew she was important because of the rosary and stuff, but I never understood why. Um, And then another book, The Exorcist Explains the Demonic. And again, half the book is about God and Jesus and Mary. And it's really gripping. It's really really a good book. You'll learn stuff from those books. But they all believe in this stuff. And one of the ways these people actually end up possessed is somebody has cursed them. Or someone has given them the evil eye. Or somebody has put a spell on them. And he said, all that stuff is true. And all they need is something personal and they can create that, they can create that curse. So I do do believe in that stuff. 
And I think that uh, one of the things, the best way to do, to deal with this is just leave the crap alone. Don't touch it. Don't pick it up. You see a bottle that looks like it's got semen inside of it. Maybe you just want to not touch it. Leave it alone. Kick it back into the sea or something. But yeah, I, I don't understand. I, not only do I not understand what a Gulf of Mexico studies major does, I don't understand why anyone would pick up something that they have no idea what it is. And it just looks bad. Just leave it alone. Okay. Here's much ado about nothing. I, 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 had, I had to do this story. I was going to skip this, but I decided not to. The news media is flipping out about Donald Trump again. I mean, I, that should not be a surprise to anybody, but they always do that. Sean, he went on, uh, he did a town hall with Sean Hannity earlier this week, I think on Wednesday. And Sean Hannity was doing what Sean Hannity does. I'm not a fan of Sean Hannity. I mean, he's a conservative. I've read his books, blah, blah, but he's not really all that interesting. He says the same things over again. Well, one of the things he tried to get President Trump to do is say that he's not a a tyrant. He's not going to be a tyrant. He's not going to be a dictator. So he asked Donald Trump, are, Trump, are you going to be a dictator? And you think, okay, this is a stupid question. He's going to, of course, say no and blah, blah. No, but he said, yes, I'm going to be a dictator on day one. The media absolutely flips about it. So here's a, a clip from CBS News because... Uh, it, of course, they decide to flip. They they played the clip itself, okay? Which you hear the clip, and it's it's prefaced with, "You got to hear this. This is uh, I, this is concerning." And then you play the clip, and you're like, "Huh?" Well, here's 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 the here's the clip from CBS News. Just just listen to it, and then we'll talk about his words in a second. Uh, this is important for you all to listen to. Former President Donald Trump participated in a town hall last night with Fox News' Sean Hannity, and the former president was asked about recent reports warning that his second term could be a, quote, dictatorship. Listen to what he said. I want to go back to this one issue, though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Yeah. Except Look, one? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill, that's drill, not a, that's, drill. That's not, no, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he keeps, I love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. Uh, Trump was also asked about his foreign policy uh, stance on energy issues as well. Now, normally you'd think I'd say, oh, Donald Trump, blah, blah, blah. No, we need more of this. I think what he said, first off, what he said was not dictatorial, was not tyrannical. That He completely missed Sean Hannity's question, Trump. He was asked, would he use dictatorial methods for punishing his rivals. And he said, no, I wouldn't be a dictator except on day one when I would push drilling and closing the border. So he completely ignored Sean Hannity's question. And by the way, closing the border 
is already on the books. It's already a law. He wouldn't be a dictator for enforcing the law. And drilling? How do you? Why do you think we've stopped drilling? Because Joe Biden stopped the drilling with his pen. Nothing Donald Trump said was dictatorial. Nothing he said was dictatorial. What he said excited the crowd, and that's exactly what he was trying to go. He didn't give a damn about the question. He thought the question is stupid. He thinks the question is stupid. Well, yeah, they're, they're going to call him a dictator when he starts uh, opening uh, lease uh, oil leases on nat- on federal lands. He's going to be called a dictator when he shuts the border down like he did last time. He knows this. He doesn't care. So, But he's going to sit there and say, I'm going to shut the border down. And I, I, This is good Trump. I like when he says this stuff. And the crowd got excited because they already know the dictator thing is all bullshit. The only person that, that accepts this dictator narrative are leftists. And I got news for you. Following the law is not a dictator. The law has already been made, not by a president, by Congress. So, and trust me, the court is going to take care of Donald Trump if he decides to become kind of like a dictator, just like they took care of Joe Biden every time he does it, which is every time. But the left decided to go off. Here's an article from a left-wing rag called The Alternate. And I I tell you, I I have to search these guys out because you, you really have. And that's basically what they're saying. They're saying the Supreme Court has the power to stop Trump from being a dictator. Now, this is basically a reaction to what Trump said on that clip I played a few seconds ago. So let's read this. It's it's very it's 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 pretty short, but it's funny. And the irony, I got to tell you, is thick. During a recent town hall in Iowa, hosted by Fox News, Sean Hannity, former President Donald Trump said he would govern as a dictator, but only on day one of his presidency if elected to a second term on the White House. Now, one of the things I want to point out, if Donald Trump is going to do what he says he's going to do, I don't want him just to do it on day one. I want him to do it through his entire four years as president. I want him not to stop. That's exactly what I want him to do. I would have loved to have heard him say, yeah, and we're going to tear apart the FBI. We're going to tear apart the DOJ. We're going to tear apart the IRS. We're going to tear apart the EPA. I want him to say that. We're going to tear apart the CIA. I want him to say that. While the remark caused alarm, mind you, they don't actually... They don't actually talk about the remark. <laughs> they say, yes, on day one. And that's the only thing they talk about is, is talking points. Because if they added the second part, the second line of his statement, it would prove not to be dictatorial, which would make this entire article completely irrelevant. While the remark has caused alarm, it only caused alarm to far leftists. Everybody else, even moderate Democrats are saying, okay, so? While the remark has caused alarm, Bloomberg opinion columnist Francis Wilkinson wrote that Trump's quest for becoming a dictator would likely come to a screeching halt if the Supreme Court of the United States had its way. Wilkinson clarified that the SCOTUS couldn't, wouldn't stop Trump out of obligation to uphold the rule of law, but simply because Trump's authoritarian ambitions would disrupt the collective kinship of the nation's highest court. Okay, that makes zero sense. 
That makes zero sense. They would do it not to uphold the law. Well, becoming a dictatorship is part of the law. And if they stop Trump from being a dictator, hey, I got news for you. If Trump decided to do something dictatorial, the Supreme Court would still be six to three. And the reason the Supreme Court would be six to three is three of those guys are for dictatorship. And they couldn't vote against Trump doing something dictatorial because if they did, that means the next president that comes along, which would probably be a Democrat, if he did something dictatorial, everyone could point to that case and say, oh no, that case, it was 6-3. We can't do that. And then the precedents would over override. So no, that's not true. Continuing, quote, in its current polarized state, the U.S. is governed by unelected right-wing activists working in concert with six unelected jurists on the high court. Uh, excuse me, what? What unelected right-wing activists are there? Can you name one? And where are they? We know they're not in the FBI. We know they're not in the DOJ. We know they're not in the CIA. We know they're not in the EPA. We know they're not in the teachers' unions. Where are these right-wing, unelected, right-wing activists working with the six unelected? Who are they? What are their names? Because I can give you names of uh, unelected left-wing activists that are having a hell of a say on our country's policies. George Soros would be the first one. All that power vested in a handful of Republican judges is a pretty dodgy matter, but it's also pretty heady. The fastest way for Chief Justice John Roberts and company to become irrelevant is for the quasi-kingship to be supplanted by a MAGA dictatorship. Do you know what's funny about this whole MAGA dictatorship? MAGA believes in the Constitution, 100%. We believe in the Bill of Rights. That's MAGA. And as Trump pointed out, which, of course, they didn't show, MAGA represents make America great again. In other words, when we were following the Constitution, the country was great. We're not following the Constitution anymore. There's there's an outcry over free speech. Speech is violence, remember? Uh, religion is being persecuted. Opinions are being, are being supplanted. Opinions are being held. The press is not free. They can't report what they report. MAGA is all about going back to where none of that existed. Heck, here's something wild and crazy. You could say the N-word and not go to prison. Now there's no guarantee the FBI will go after you if you say the N-word and you're white. If you're black, you can say the N-word as many times as you want. Just listen to a rap video. But if you're white, you can't. It's a prison sentence. The FBI is actually going after. We talked about that last week when it came to that satanic um, sex trafficking cult. Whatever, it's pretty extreme. But we were talking about that. I mean, they didn't go after the cult because they were abusing little girls. They went after the cult because one of their members used the N-word. And they were going after that one victim and that one perpetrator. It seems to me we've got a lot of problems. So far, the Supreme Court basically is when they make a ruling, and I know nobody reads rulings anymore, but when they make a ruling, they actually read it out of the Constitution. They say, well, 
This is what you guys are saying is part of the Supreme Court. And the words in the Constitution are this, and it's not in there. For example, the Dobbs decision. It, there is this belief that Roe versus Wade was based off the Constitution. No, it wasn't. There's no word about abortion in the Constitution. Abortion is not listed once in the Constitution. And yet, you guys decided the federal government was going to legalize abortion throughout the country because of this made-up thing that abortion is in the Constitution. What did the Supreme Court justices do in that 6-3 ruling or 5-4 ruling? They read the Constitution and say, where, nowhere in the First Amendment, nowhere in the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the 13th and 14th and 15th Amendments, does it say anything about abortion. Therefore, states make the decisions. That's what they did. They read it right out of the Constitution. As a matter of fact, the people who did the Roe versus Wade decision <coughs> made stuff up, made words up. So here's the thing. Uh, Trump will be taken care of by the Supreme Court. Yeah, if he does something that goes outside of, that goes close to dictatorship, just like Joe Biden, they'll, they'll slap him down. They will slap him down, and they should. But I think it's ironic that this article talks about how the Supreme Court will strike down Trump if he tries to become a dictator, because that's one of the reasons they want to get rid of the Supreme Court. Listen, left is scared crapless, and I know I'm running really late today, but I don't care. They're scared crapless of Donald Trump winning because he's winning. I still don't think Joe Biden is going to run. I, I still believe he's not going to run. He is one step, and I mean tripping, from having a, a campaign uh, ad made out of it. I mean, the guy's fallen like six times. And that's going to be a campaign ad. That's coming out. He's effed up Afghanistan. The economy is in crap. The border is, is crap. Two wars have been started because he is weak. Our enemies are doing whatever they want because he's weak. He's implementing just bizarre uh, social and cultural uh, policies like the trans thing. They want to kill babies 30 days after the baby is born. I'm sorry, that's not the federal government. That's California. But they support it. Yeah, he's going to lose this next election. They're scared to death about it because they're afraid Trump's going to come in and he's just going to overturn everything. Now, hopefully he has four years and he wins. He's going to need to win Congress. He's going to need to win the Senate and he's going to need to win the House. And Republicans, we know they have a way of stepping on rakes. All the time they step on rakes. Those guys could drown a fish. They are so bad. They can't boil water. They're all stupid. When Marjorie Taylor Greene is the voice of your party, that's a bad sign. She is an idiot. She is the AOC of the right. But that's what we're looking at. And Trump, if he gets in, he's going to overturn it. He only has four years. He has no reason not to. He can't run again. Don't think he's going to sit back and he's going to tolerate this crap. He's going to gut the FBI. He's going to gut the CIA. He's going to gut the IRS. And being a businessman, he's not a fan of the IRS in the first place. So 
yeah, they're scared. And it's funny thing is they're counting on the Supreme Court to read the Constitution now. I mean, they never wanted the, the Constitution read before. Now they're hoping when Trump comes to the office, the Supreme, the Supreme Court actually applies the Constitution. Well, there's a little bit of irony for you. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Sorry it took so long. I, I was just on a rant today. This is what happens when I don't talk for a day. Have a great day. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.